Welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere with your host, Chris Parker. And welcome back to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere. This is Chris Parker. And if you've been listening during the month of November, um, I've been talking about Movember. And Movember is the world's largest uh, charity for men's health. And um, originally it started you know, back in the day with, with really a focus on prostate cancer. However, now it's really expanded into mental health as well. So my uh, request to everyone when they're listening um, is to call someone, male or female, during this crazy time when, you know, during the pandemic um, and just check in and see how they're doing and tell them you're there and that you're caring about them. And I think that could make the world of difference for anyone. And, um, and if you're watching on the video, you're seeing that my mustache is coming in. It's coming in more and more full every time because of course, during November uh, for the men, the Mo Bros, um, you shave your face just before November and then you let your mustache grow in. And that's what the Mo is all about. So uh uh, Linda Jacobson, who's joined me, was asking me, what is going on with that mustache? Because when we first started recording, I think that was a bit of a shock. So um, so there we go. That's Movember, Linda. Now, um, Linda and I have worked on a film project, which has been released and has won an award, um, at least one. I'm curious if, 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 there's, if there's more coming up. I know there's a lot of more festivals coming up, um, but I'll let Linda talk all about that project because it really is, you know, a, a project of hers and about hers and has had an amazing team wrapped around it to help her uh, make that, you know, bring that to reality. So Linda, Linda Jacobson, can you please welcome and can you please share with us, Linda, what is it that you do and why do you do what you do? Um, well, uh, thank you for having me. Um, what do I do? I create, I uh, mainly act um in film mostly um uh, i also write which i'm going to talk about um and i do that because i love to tell stories and i love to move people with stories and make them think um and yeah because there's so many stories to tell and so many um people to touch really basically um and um, so the, the writing, let me just hop on that train, mm -hmm. uh, the project that we've been doing together. Um, Silence Undone is a film that I wrote, short film, and that I starred in. Um, it's an um, uh, artistic film, I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, and it's about uh, things that I have been going through um, in my childhood, um, and, um, uh, well, <laughs> um, it's definitely about your childhood and, 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 and I think before we get into maybe the, the film project itself, what inspired you to write a story and share a story about your childhood in, in, in such a, you know, uh, profound and, and, and public way? There, there, uh, there's a there's a deeper motivation here uh, as opposed to art, simply artistic creativity. Yes, uh, definitely. And also that one goes two-sided. Um, I really felt isolated from the world and uh, I had really uh, 
trouble with trusting people and letting people get close to me. Um, and I was <laughs> so frustrated at a point because I could see that uh, I could uh, stand in the world, be happy and surrounded <laughs> by people, connected to people. Uh, but it's, uh, I, I didn't do it. Um, but I knew that I could and I wanted it. Um, so I was so fed up with choosing not to connect and staying in my own bubble, uh, being fearful um, that I decided um, yeah, that I had to change because I had the choice to either stay in that very frustrating and lonely and uh, painful place, um, knowing what I could uh, also, uh, what, what life I could have, uh, or take action, um, work on the issues that I had and um, um, show myself to the people around me, to the world. And, um, and I knew that the problem that I was having, a lot of other people were facing as well. Um, so I was doing it for myself to be seen and to get out there. Um, but also I wanted my story to be an inspiration uh, to those who were also at that point or getting to that point, like, I want to share my story and I need to share my story in whatever way. I'm not doing it now, but I need some courage or some inspiration to get that ball rolling and for me to uh, make that choice as well. Yeah, well, you certainly found the courage and 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 then and and then also decided to to tell your story and and make that change in a and I think in a significant way because uh, you know producing a a film in this case a short film sixteen minutes uh, sixteen or seventeen minutes uh, yeah. really telling the story is yeah I, I guess other people would have maybe sat down and talked to a friend and shared a story but this is this is like really telling a story so how did how did that come about you know so you you were you were having this angst from from the, from the past and and this became the vehicle for you to to share how, how did that happen you mean like how did i choose this medium yeah instead yeah of just yeah um well i had been acting for a mm -hmm. bit of time um and um <laughs> It, it's really how the inspiration also came to me, uh, the images that I that I received. Um, and it felt it needed to be filmed because in film you can say so much. I mean, it's visuals, it's auditive, it's, it's music. Um, and there's a storyline that characters, they go from A to B. Um, and... Um, it, yeah, it, it was just really clear that it had to be film also because mm. I really love making films. Um, but also to tell, because I also um, write music, um, mm. but um, it, it wouldn't feel, because the story and, and the message that uh, we wanted to portray or that I wanted to portray, it was too big to put in a song and it, it mm. needed more um, and it was worth more than 
four minutes of music. I mean, music can be great and it can do a lot as well, um, but it wouldn't do justice mm. to um, the message and the story, I think. And the message and the story have, have landed and I've looked at silenceundone.com and then there's a button on testimonials and, and I think you can read any of these things and go, okay, th this has inspired, uh, confronted, uh, comforted, um, one quote, beautifully filmed, recognizable, seeing the film has brought me a greater sense of connection with other survivors. Thanks to this film, I feel less alone in my process, written by Ellen. And uh, Silence Undone mostly brings me a lot of recognition, the fear of what others will think of you if you tell them the shame and the feeling of being worthless. So, wow, you know, so not only was this, you know, I think in a lot of ways for you, but it's also a gift, if you will, or a message for others. How do you feel when you read and you hear this feedback? What, you know, what, what, what goes on inside you? Uh, yeah, that is really the, the, the best feedback we can get from people. And uh, this was um, my goal as well, to have these kind of reactions that really people got touched and moved and uh, found something in themselves to, to get hope or courage or, and to um, get back from something or to, you know, um, so um, proud. I also feel of myself for having had the idea and the courage and the perseverance. Uh, and of course I did it with an incredible team, like he said, um, and I'm really grateful for them mm. as well. Uh, but I also yeah, really feel proud that something that I started and felt really uh, necessary to do also really landed uh, mm. uh, the way I really uh, wanted it to, to intend. <laughs> to land <laughs> well it, cer it certainly has landed and um i think it was back in uh, when, when was the campus party event that was april or something and, and you yeah. were able to share your story and and also screen the film is, is, is a <laughs> private screening to like 30 countries screaming and then we you know so it was on there for a bit and we had to take it down because of uh you know it's not fully released yet um so the message is really getting out there it has also been in a number of, at least one festival, I think maybe one or two. And, and in one of the first festivals, it, it actually won, you know, uh, best picture lady first film or something. It, 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 was, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it's um, at the ladies. It was uh, the ladies film festival. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was the best first film uh, in the short film category. Yeah. That, yeah. So it's, um, um, best ladies, first film, short category. So you're getting some, it's landing there as well. How does that feel? I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's a different really type cool. of recognition. Yeah. 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 yeah really cool. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, um, when did you I, hear that you won the award or the team won the award? Um, how, how, were you, was there like some sort of virtual ceremony or something or how did that happen? Um, uh, there was, I think, for uh, winning actors, there was a mm. uh, kind of ceremony. Mm. Um, 
but there was not because everything was on the internet and in zoom and um there was not or else i have missed it but mm. uh um a ceremony for all the winners mm. uh, because i mean there are so many films and also so many prizes or awards um so but they got posted on uh, the instagram uh, for mm. example so I remember me checking with yeah. the film between. Yeah. yeah, nice. Well, I, I I really wish for you and the team that 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 uh, well for everyone that this Corona thing wasn't happening because re you know, releasing the film uh, during this time, yeah. On one hand, it it is really meaningful because uh, you know mental health and abuse issues are are certainly on the rise during you know while we're on lockdown. Um, but it doesn't make it easy or even possible really to you know commercialize in a in a uh, in a in a traditional way. So, uh, what what's your feeling about how uh, this happened during Corona? Because there was a you know a question of whether we should even do the crowdfunding um, because things had been shot. But we had a plan to do the crowdfunding in order to do the post production and do the the, the distribution. Uh, originally, the decision was to not do that, but then uh, I think you know because it was such an important message during this time. What was your perspective on that whole discussion and, and why was the decision made to move forward with the project during the Corona crisis? Yeah, we definitely discussed it, um, whether we should, because uh, people have insecurities now and other things to worry about. Um, but um, when when we got notion of that the um, domestic abuse and child abuse numbers uh, were really increasing um, because children weren't going to school so all day all day at home and um, yeah uh, we really felt like we should really continue now and uh, also to make people aware that this is happening uh, now as well I mean it's it's unfortunately happening always mm. um but there's so much more pressure in this time and so much more stress so we really wanted to um yeah let people know that as well and um not put this problem aside for corona because this problem is still a very very big mm. problem mm. and uh, and looking forward to the near future, on the 18th of November here in the Netherlands, you're going to be doing a, a another uh, presentation or a talk, and also screening the film. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And and um, and why? And and I'm I I think I feel I know this question, but for everyone else, you you're also making yourself available to give talks and presentations and 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 to share the message around the film. What's the, um, I guess the mission there that people could see on the 18th of November? Yeah, so first let me tell you the 18th of November, it's in the week of um, uh, against child abuse. Wait, let me, I'm seeing myself now. That's not, mm. <laughs> I want to see you. Yes. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, so it's the week against child abuse um, and in it, yeah, originally we had planned to do our premiere uh, for the film mm -hmm. um, and to make an event out of it with also speakers uh, for the subject, but also to celebrate our film. Um, 
but now we uh, decided to, yeah, like you said, um, not pursue on the um, uh, premiere. Um, but the the subject is still important, and uh, we still wanted to do something uh, in this week to contribute. Uh, um, to the awareness. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, Wednesday 18th at 7.30 p.m. Um, on our socials, we are going live. Uh, we're going to stream the film. Um, and then after that, I'm going to talk with Marianne Kimmel um, about the issue. Uh, people can ask questions that we'll answer. Uh, Mariana Kimmel, she is the chairman of Stichting Project Speak Now, whom I've been working with uh, also in the crowdfunding, but also like tonight before our interview, uh, we had a live session in their uh, mm. community um, to really help people uh, um, with the issues that they face now. Mm. Um, and um, that's also again showing the film in this week uh or it is this week <laughs> um to bring people awareness and for the people who are aware uh, and who have uh, troubles we want to yeah contribute mm. to things that we have learned or uh, been able to experience and pass that on and and you're available uh, to do speaking and, and presentations to communities and foundations or companies on topics related to child abuse and child abuse recovery. Um, how how does that fit? In, you know, let's look, look look back to you as an entrepreneur, um, mm -hmm. as a, as an actress, also a stunt actress uh, earlier <laughs> in your career, um, and now a presenter. You know, on important topics. How how does that fit in your portfolio of entrepreneurial activities? Um, I haven't looked at it that way, how it fit <laughs> in my entrepreneurial okay. uh, portfolio. Um, but I do feel in the yeah, portfolio of contribution mm. um, or really to open up conversations um, when... Um, the topic gets tough or when mm. there's shame on a topic or when it's yeah difficult to talk about something. And um, so I really see it like, for example, uh, we're in um, conversation with um, a Dutch prison uh, to go there as well and show the film and then to have a conversation um, really to open up because that it, I mean, that was my problem that I didn't open up, and I, I know firsthand the the damage it can do not to open up. Um, so really, just to open up, then feel relief, feel, mm. hey, um, you're not that bad, or hey, I'm not that alone, or uh, whatever is in your head. Um, I yeah. think it's just really important to share and. Um, Either I do it through film or through mm. having conversations. Um, I think that's the the essence of. Yeah. Uh, well, I use the word entrepreneur in the very broadest sense, meaning meaning someone changing or impacting the world. Uh, it could also be someone sustaining their lifestyle based on their work. Um, well, so I, I take a very very broad definition now. 
If you can imagine someone uh, who was abused as a child and hasn't shared this with anyone and is, and is holding this inside and um, suffering from that, what are three things that someone could do? So like they're listening to this right now uh-huh. and, or, or imagine after they watch the movie on the 18th of November or when, you know, when it's online more publicly after that at some point, what are, what are three things that people or whatever it is that people could do to move forward? Um, you mean as an adult? Yeah. Or yeah. young, young adult. Uh, yeah. Young adult. Um, yeah, there's many things you can do, but the first thing I think is check in with yourself and feel where you stand as to, are you, do you feel ready, um, to open up, um, to anyone? Um, and I would think that is the most important thing or one of the most important steps is to actually open up and talk about it or share it with someone so that you don't have to carry that load alone. Um, many ways. I mean, do you have a friend that you trust or, um, uh, or a professional or. Yeah. I was going to ask if they, if they have, um, if they don't have someone in their immediate vicinity who they, who they trust that way, um, who could they call? Uh, you mentioned speak now. Does, is that uh, yes. in the Netherlands? Is that a place where people could go and in a, in a very trusting, safe environment to uh, share their experience? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, they have a uh, Facebook community. Um, they also have a website, uh, projectspeaknow.nl. Um, their Stichting Project Speak Now and uh, in their Facebook group you can share your story um, people in the group always um, are supportive um, they hold a live session every week um, um, and, and, and discussing different topics, uh, trusting, uh, trying to trust mm. again, or uh, isolation, or like like I said, uh, I just came out of a session and we talked about uh, Corona, how that impacts uh, uh, you um, when you're still dealing with your trauma. Um, so they're very um, kind people, uh, mm. very supportive. So I would definitely suggest to go there. Um, <clears throat> other than that, there of course are other support groups or websites with forums, uh, but I don't have experience on their websites. So I cannot firsthand <laughs> give a review or, um, uh, but I know of these people, uh, their community, they have a closed Facebook community. It's called Community SPN. Uh, PSN um, and they have an open community and I would say um, check that out and reach out um, so they can help yeah. you along I'll put the uh, Speak Now project links into yeah. the show notes um, yeah. so that will be at ebullient.com slash podcast slash Linda Jacobson and you can also find that on the uh, silenceundone.com and there's a links uh, button on the menu that has that and other resources as well. Uh, is, is there, 
Is there any reason why someone shouldn't talk about it? Or, or is this, is it, is, is it a when and not an if type thing? Because I can imagine it would be torture to keep that kind of devastating secret locked up for a whole lifetime. Is there, is there? It's definitely <laughs> torture. Yeah. Um, and everyone has to feel for themselves. Mm. Uh, and, and some people maybe are not in the right circumstances or in the right circles to where they actually feel like they can open up or mm. um, if I'd say if, if you feel so much resistance to, to do it, um, maybe uh, not do it now mm. um, or try to find another way. Um, so it's, I can't really say mm. um, for anyone, yeah. but from the only thing that I have noticed is that when I started to open up, um, yeah, my life changed for the better. Yeah, yeah, and let, let's let's come back to that. Let's come back to the the film project and and maybe a little bit um, your life around that. Mm -hmm. So you are the author uh, of of the, the script, um, also the subject, and also the lead actress. And you built a team of of incredible people to help manifest this and create this. Uh, can you give us just a few? a few bits on, on how that journey went, you know, you know, so you, you so you wrote, wrote the script and then over time, this team assembled and, and made this, you know, incredible piece of work. How did all that go? Also for you? Yeah. Um, it was really a process for me uh, personally as well. Um, uh, like I said before, I had, really trouble trusting people and I found it really scary to approach people also with this personal thing. Um, so really bit by bit, um, I, I uh, worked with Magda, uh, Magdalena. Um, and from there we um, got to Christian, the director, uh, and really bit by bit the, the team grew. Um, and um, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to let the cat in because I think he needs to. Okay. <laughs> I heard him uh, crying already. Cat wanted um, in. I think you were, you were, you were on the, the crew at that point or something. Yeah, so the crew grew um, bit by bit, um, and it was really great that uh, the, yeah we found such lovely people and uh, such um, loving people also on on the set, and everyone had such respect for the story and uh, for each other, and uh, they wanted as artists as well create the best film that they could and. Uh, we've had long days uh, um, for production um, and I had an amazing time uh, as an actor. I was in my own bubble uh, and everyone protected me really well mm. from the stress that the crew was facing so that I could really focus on the story. And um, so I'm really grateful for that. Um, 
but it, it was great also to be on set and be surrounded by all the people that really worked so hard and with all their energy and and love to make this uh, uh, a beautiful project and um, felt really warm um, more technically it was interesting that first of course I was the writer and really working closely with Christian um, as as a writer <laughs> mm. um, and the characters and the story and the script and uh, at a certain point I had to let that go uh, mm. to get in the role of the actor so there was an interesting switch as well but it worked really well uh, I think Christian and I had a very open communication um, and um, yeah so and, and with all the support and everybody uh, generally knowing what they're doing and um felt uh, um really i was i was really able to focus on uh the acting as well and there there was a few things that that were were really in this in the script like the uh i can't remember his name but the octopus character mr, mr. yeah and um and also the the flashback with you know with the uh the very sort of abstract flashback, you know, w walking through the memories type of, of things. These were, um, well, definitely coming from from you. So I'm, I'm curious when, you know, on those really artistic decisions, uh, were, were those something that were, were just really from you or did that evolve with the team or, or how, did, how did that sort of dimension of the story happen? Um... Uh, I think a lot of the elements, uh, it's, it's really diff different per scene as well, because in some scenes I had really, or most scenes, I had a really clear vision of what I wanted to say. And um, um, But there was room, uh, especially with Christian, where we were like uh, puzzling sometimes and how can we make this more effective? Um, and um, but that's mainly the script side of the of the the story. Um, so that was clear. And then um, Christian um, took a lot of um, or he had great ideas. For example, the the hall uh, or the the maze. Mm -hmm. um, I I I had no idea about how to make an interesting maze. Uh, how that would look like uh, but I knew the essence uh, story-wise and emotion-wise uh, what I wanted to portray um, so in that case yeah we really we can work together to make that really uh, yeah as it is now yeah yeah it's um there's there's such some creativity in it, in it and it really it tells the story so again it's a 16 minute long short uh, it's in the Dutch language, everyone, but there is subtitles. So when, when you get to watch it um, online, there'll be there'll be subtitles that are very very easy to follow. Um, the on the on the eighteenth of November again in in the Netherlands, so that's Central European time. Um, um, if you follow uh, Silence Undone online uh, on the Facebook page or Instagram, then you'll you'll see the announcements about that and know where to know where to find it. So I'm I'm starting to head towards uh, wrapping up. And 
Um, so I'm curious as we've gone through this, if you have any, any questions for me, cause I've been firing at you the whole time. Uh, well, when are you going to shave the mustache? When am I going to shave the mustache? Do you think I should shave the mustache? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, the mustache is not my favorite. The, the question is, um, Different, different opinions. Uh, my wife appreciates me, I think, with more of the beard because that's how she knows me. Uh, Christian, who does the editing for this, also the director for your film, uh, he believes I'm, I'm more beautiful, I'm more, the more beautiful Chris without any facial hair. Um, Magda, who I spoke to earlier today, um, was also shocked by the mustache and, and she seemed to think I could wear it well, sort of, you know, not quite, uh, <laughs> not not quite Tom Selleck, but uh, it's uh, it's all right. So, no, but I'll I'll be wearing it until the end of uh, November at least as a as a mustache, and then either I'll shave it off or, or let it grow out. And bringing up the mustache, I want to come back to November and also maybe co a connection to the Silence Undone project because you know that this is in a way mental health is is you know very closely related to abuse, uh, child abuse, um, and the consequence of that. So I, I, again, I would really invite everyone to call someone, reach out and be there. And if someone needs to talk and if they want to talk to you about something this important and give them that respect and that care and, and, and lack of judgment and, and just, just be there with them and for them. And um, that, I think that, you know, those kind of, of small actions being there for each other will help us all get through this crazy pandemic together. So uh, I would like to wrap up um, with a, a last quote, uh, but before I do that, you can find Linda at ljacobson.nl and that will be in the show notes as well. She's also on LinkedIn and silenceundone.com and uh, also on Instagram and Facebook at least. And so keep an eye out for the, uh, the, the premiere, or the, I guess the, what was going to be the actual premiere in the uh, 18th of November. And it will be, eventually it will be online and available much, much more publicly as it goes through the festival cycle and things like that. So you can also sign up for the newsletter there on Silence Undone. Um, so to keep up to date on, on latest, latest development. So the, uh, um, and you can also go to silenceundone.com and look at the testimonials. And, and the last one I'll read before we wrap up. It brought me hope, a powerful and hopeful film. The battle is painfully recognizable. It makes my desire to share even greater, now seeming to eliminate the fear. Watching Silence and Done gives me hope that sharing can bring you something, understanding warmth, and being worthy to be cared about. You are making an impact with your work, Linda. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining, and it's really been Thank a pleasure not only on this, but also, you know, contributing in, in a small way to, uh, to the Silence and Done film project. Thank you, Linda. Thank you so much. Learn more at ebullion.com slash podcast. <laughs>